Alright, welcome to episode two of of Oh, you're telling me I'm like, what's going on? The high key life. We, we, we didn't plan for that. So I no, forced we it on didn't. You no, we didn't. I told you to That's read fine. my mind. <laughs> I was delayed. Yeah. I was delayed. Yeah, all right. The uh, the hike life and like you like to say the high key life yeah um, high key life yes welcome welcome it's been two weeks welcome back yeah I'm excited for this episode a lot has happened and I think we're hitting off at a good pace you know it's exciting it's exciting yeah it, these two weeks have felt longer compared to every next day I feel like usually I mean it's April right February felt like it was yesterday um, but these two weeks. It just felt like there was a, lo- a long stretch between them. That's kind of um, true. You know, it's funny, though, because, like, every day I was like, man, time is going by so fast. But it is true when you think about how, how what a stretch it's been. I totally understand what you're saying. It's been, yeah. It feels like a long, long day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a too long stretch of a time. Right. But at the same time, we're here in April. That's crazy. It's April 1st. And that's like it's going so fast. I feel like it's yeah. going fast. Yeah, uh, like I told Erica, I think either yesterday or the day before, like it feels like like it's seven o'clock, but the sun is still out. And usually that's not to like May or June, but it feels a lot earlier than usual. So it's been throwing me off a, a little bit. And maybe maybe that's part of it. I, I love that you actually mentioned that because I kind of felt the same way. Like I knew that time has gone forward and I knew we we're going to see more daylight, daylight, but at the same time over here, it just fe- feels different. Cause I was, I was in Nevada for most of, most of this time and there it's always sunny. And so I already kind of knew, you know, it'd be nice that I, <laughs> that I had the chance to be exposed to so much sunshine and then feel the lack thereof, when I come back to the East Coast and right. like missing the sun and stuff like that. And now with the time change happening, not so, not so, you know, pretty recent, right? And um, I don't know, the day just seems so much longer. Like, I don't know. It's with that sunshine, it's seven o'clock. Like you said, it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> but Still not gonna lie, I get exhausted. I, get, I have to take naps. Like, I, if my body is like breaking down a certain certain time zones of the day, and I'm like, ooh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta shut it down for like 30 minutes. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't had a, a nap in months. Like, I, I used to do it regularly. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think be, being out here is just different energy. And now I, I kind of just do like the midday walks around the block. And that helps me feel a little bit more balanced. I, I go to bed a lot earlier, like ten thirty. Like by nine thirty, I'm usually done for the day. But mm-hmm. you know, we force mm-hmm. it every now and then. But yeah, I, I yeah, feel like I'm in a better cycle. Yeah, I like I like that you mentioned that too because it's I experienced that the same thing of missing that about the the West Coast that that time that timeline of the day. Um, I caught myself waking up earlier, like with the sun and going also like shutting down the day later on in the, at, in the evening with the sun. It was more of like sunrise to sunset kind of motion without really needing, without ever feeling exhausted. Um, don't know what that is besides, you know, what I always then resonated with like, Oh, it must be the sunshine, you know, it must be that, that, right, right, that right. the, the space of landscape and, 
me also having gone on adventures and really just being more more out and exposed to nature was definitely more vibrant feeling than like over here in the East Coast where, you know, I'm in New York and it's like you're more confined space. You're more, you have to be more agile to get outside and play with your mental and, you know, make the effort to, to either take a nap because there's so much else that you need to, you know, do and your body needs to rest and or it's going outside and taking a walk it's like a lot more a lot more needed i feel like to kind of advocate that self-care self-love right i feel i feel like being an east coast native like and being there for the majority of my life have have you been on the east coast for the majority of your life majority of my life yeah yeah i feel like your body your uh what is it called car Caridium rhythm. I forgot the the exact phrase, but just your biological clock. Mm-hmm. Like you're just tuned into that time zone. Mm-hmm. So you know, like when you when you go when you're in LA, you're in another country, your mind is still like, what time is it on the East Coast? Because that's what that's your root, that's your base. So I, I think I think that might be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. The time. That's why I knew it was going to happen. I was like, I'm going to try my best to keep the same like rhythm from the West Coast that I've been so diligent on and loving. But then I'm over here. I'm like, no, I'm going back to that, to that rhythm that I was no- known for, first having spent time here for most of the majority of my life, and now having to make that work for me, like seeing right. the change, seeing the change within me that I have to make to apply myself to kind of like take what I've admired from the West Coast and like bring it to the East Coast. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yes. But yeah, you get locked into energies. That's kind of like goes into a little bit of metaphysical for me because you're in that time of the, in that time of space of that energy frequency and it kind of kind of gets all absorbed if you think about your present moment and stuff like that. So it's kind of right. cool to see where environmentally it plays a plays a role in your biological clock and how you're going to take on life. Right. So speaking of East Coast, speaking of New York, you know, mm. just past legal or rather yeah. recreational marijuana use. How are you feeling about that? <laughs> you know, I want to be high vibrational about it because for all the joy that a lot of people are feeling at this time, the recognition of such a big historic um, event, you know, but, you know, I found out yesterday. So yesterday I was like, uh, okay, what's, what is the distraction? Was my honest, was my honest, uh, cue of like, wait, this is big, but, um, you know, that saying when things are too good to be true, you start questioning things. Like it was like, yeah, that moment for me, that moment for me, for sure. I love it. But at the same time, I'm more of an adamant, like I would, I taught myself wanting to share yesterday on my, IG stories of, you know, you got to be more adamant about what you're smoking, where it's coming from, in my opinion, um, being more, more conscientious, going back to what I preach, uh, in, in what I, I guess my, my artist page about like authenticity and what it really means, but in the way of the world that I've touched upon about taking that inner knowledge and doing research, being accountable, um, you know, and I don't know, this is a, this is a great time, but I, I don't even want to nullify it with a, but yet I just want to, you know, I want to be excited. This is a, this is a great time. I just wish that for something as prevalent, what 
what uh, cannabis can offer for us to be smart about the choices that we make from here on out. Right. I um, I was thinking that I guess the, you know, there's been, there's been food, like, you know, so I got, I got, it's coming back to me. Food has kind of been what it's been for a few years. You know, it's been trashy. And then these past, like really 20 years, we've, You there? Yeah. I don't know what happened. All right. Uh, hold on. Let's see. Let's see. You there? You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I don't know what happened. You got cut off. Okay. Um, so, you know, we these past, I guess maybe 10 years, we've really seen a shift in the food culture um, and and I guess thinking about how we consume marijuana now, you know, I thought we'll see that we'll see that more. Also, the people who are already more conscious about food or what they consume, you know, they're already doing that and applying that with 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 marijuana use. So it's just again just trying to get people on the other side just to realize the importance of it's like same simple simple what you put in your body, what you consume, and the importance of it. So yeah, I, th- I think that's a dope movement to be, to want to spread and kind of make people more aware of it's a good shift and it's part of yeah. just the overall experience of what do you consume on this earth you know what's in it and how mm-hmm. does it affect you and you know how it will affect you long term physically psychologically mm-hmm. all that yeah exactly exactly and cannabis is such a huge thing because it's you know it's from mother nature you know and and it is medicine it, it is to be looked at that as that as such you know in my opinion and being able to look at it at, in such a way changes already your thought process if you didn't have it or you know if you want to grow into learning more about it in that way of looking at it as a form of medicine allows you to to for lack of a better word, I want to say be your own doctor, you know, being accountable for wh- what it is that you're putting in and how much you're taking a, of such medicine and what is it doing, any side effects. Not that it has any actual side effect. It's more like, but the side effects is how you how you are, you know, how, what is, how, what are the effects from smoking, from, from smoking cannabis for you? Right. And that goes into what I love about how we differentiate high key and hike. Cause it kind yeah. of, for me brings the flair of what I enjoy talking about, which is energy. <clears throat> and then for sake of conversation, I define it as feminine and masculine energy. So being able to look at, I think we covered in the first episode of just, you know, that hike life, that masculine energy, being active and doing such, you know, being um, driven, still finding a drive of somehow and not letting the cannabis anchor you down or where the feminine is allowing you to delve more into the, let's say the intuitive powers of, of what cannabis could, could provide, like opening up the vastness, right? Something like that arguably could be said, it could be either feminine or masculine, right? So I think this is great time to be able to, you know, see the recreational aspect not being criminalized anymore because it's supposed to intertwine itself with both. You should be able to live your life and have the ability to consume medicine and that's then smoking cannabis, you know, smoking weed and that, you know, and that's, I'm here for that. Like, that's where I'm excited for, for that energy. I'm, I'm totally here for that. I'm excited. I'm excited for that. And then still, still the fear of, you know, 
what's what's being shifted around to kind of uh, pivot our, our attention. Um, the only thing that came to mind was I saw an I saw an article about um, De Blasio like critiquing Cuomo and telling him he should resign. So that was like the first thing that came to me. That's kind of like the only major thing going on in New York right now. I feel, but you know, that's that's just my outside yeah, perspective. For sure. No, I get it. I get it. I I forget for tapping a lot into the metaphysical of things. I forget that there's a conversational of uh, facts, like political facts. I don't. I really don't really claim to watch the news a, a lot. I get most of my. Um, I don't know how to explain it at this moment, but it's more of taking into account. Um, I guess we could narrow it down to the subject of what people would address in regular conversation is conspiracy theories and which I have a whole opinion about, but in a subject of conspiracy theory in it of alone is not saying that I'm assimilating it to any kind of conspiracy theory, that this is a new law. I'm not, I'm not pointing those two together. It's just more trying to encapsulate what else could be the distraction because, you know, there's been, an agenda and the agenda is for me something that should be always questioned and that just goes back to like wanting to remind people to stay as aware and remain woke or become awakened you know by just you know taking the time to I don't know. It covers a lot of bases. This is where it goes right. back into finding the polarity of something and putting into it in one box without going into so many subjects of conversation and getting lost, you know, from from trying to explain one one common denominator. It's kind of impossible with something like that. But am I proud? Am I happy? Absolutely. But there are things where I'm like, hmm it's such big news in history of what mainstream media has presented as big news. If one does do the research and dive deeper into other things that are going on perhaps in the world that is not on mainstream media, media, you start like, all right, what's going on? You know, that's just kind of how I look at it. Um, I'm trying to think, lost a thought. Um, Do you think, do you have like, do you have any, um, any connection towards what, because I, I, you have to remind me if we did talk about this, like conspiracy theory, like I would just quickly want to think what your opinion is on, on that, not to get off topic, but. Right. right. I mean, just, I've, just so I've defined conspiracies as basically people more powerful, smarter, intelligent more smarter, smarter, powerful, and it's with more Reese's doing things that I don't know about. That seems hundred percent likely because I'm not omniscient. I'm not. I'm not omnipotent. So yeah, of course, people will get together to do things that I don't know about. That will that will control and dictate my life because you have to think big picture. That, that's, that's all it is to me. So I absolutely believe in that, on that base mm -hmm. level of logic and understanding, right? Mm -hmm. I think to deny the idea of conspiracy saying that I'm aware of everything, but you're not, right? <laughs> because the majority, number one, the majority majority content people get is just from, it's just someone else's opinions, right? Or someone else's perspective on an incident that happened. It's true. Yeah, it's true. It's so funny. It's so true how it's like the basic line of communication, 
uh, just finding out from someone else, you know, finding out from something else, you know, and it, I don't know, I, I like to make the comparison to like the silly game when we were younger playing telephone. I don't know if you played, was ever in a circle playing that game, but you like whisper something in somebody's ear. Yeah, and then, yeah we played that you know, Yeah, so it's like, wait, it, we totally got lost off subject. And right. <laughs> how, do you, how do you get to the point, how do you get to the point, and this, how do you get to the point where, like, what, what is the miscommunication happen, right? And like, you know, you play the game, and then you like, ah, you asked the first person, what did you hear? Then you asked the last person, what did they hear? And it's like, this that someone false, like some at some point, right? Someone <laughs> fucked up the flow. Someone, someone chose to be like, right, I'm, I'm right because a word is a like a word is a is a word. Um, mm-hmm. I just I just did an episode talking about language and how you know anything can mean anything nowadays because you know everyone gets offended by being corrected everyone gets offended by being questioned if i have this feeling it's it's valid and that's all that matters rationale doesn't matter right. so right. you know just the, a lot of it is i think is just rooted in thinking we are we are correct we are holier than that like you know excuse me like censorship, right? It's based off mm-hmm. thinking that I know what's best for everyone. Not myself. I know what's best for everyone. And mm-hmm. You mean when somebody takes ownership of censoring? Cen- yeah. Or when yeah, um, people, people who are, who agree with it, but don't, you know, don't, don't see the, the duality. They don't see that if I censor you because whatever group you're in is opposing my group, then, then there's a group that I'm opposing and they'll find a way to censor me, and it just dwindles down a language. And the less, less, the less language we have to communicate and express ourselves, the more disconnected we, we become. Right? That's. I think the majority of issues in society is just communication, miscommunication. Whether it's deliberate, like someone fucking up the telephone game, or whether it's just I didn't hear, I didn't hear right, and I can't ask you for whatever reason. I can't ask you because. You know, maybe you're too arrogant, or maybe you're too egotistical to respond, or maybe I'm I'm afraid, right? Like I don't, I've been traumatized to ask questions and shit like that. Like it's all, you know, it's all all the different layers of how we just kind of treat each other and ride out on this experience. Mm-hmm. And without without the language, without the communication to learn and understand, then and yeah, conspiracy theories will exist, and people will do what they need to do to shape our lives because. We're not doing it. So right. someone someone has to, right? Someone has right, to keep right. to, to keep this going. Since right. you don't want to do it, then I, I person in power will do it for you. Right. Right. For me, I like I I heard the words like critical thinking. Those are the ones for me that are critically thinking of what is being <laughs> exposed through the communication ether of 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 the communication of the because it's funny so many things were coming in my head when you were saying, I was like, yeah, it's funny. Cause I had a conversation with someone else um, not too long ago and about how communication is, this is everything to us. You know, it's everything that we are made of. Um, it's exactly how you said, depending on whether or not I have traumas or not, or how, you know, or agree or whatever those emotions that lie. But at the same time, communication is also like an art form. And art form not about like how well it could be done, but it is an art, like a crafting of using your own, let's use the words, love language, right? Or communication language or, but like you said, you know, language is, 
it's all about communication and language has gotten in the way. And when you mentioned that before, I was thinking, you know, this is one of my big um, resistance towards English, having to use English as the communication sector. It is considered transactional language of just like being very direct and delivering. And then I compare with like other languages and one language that I can immediately compare it to is German since it is my first language. And just looking at how, you know, German and English in and of themselves are not very too different of a language. It's just the way that also German is different with English is that it is it has more of a fluid fluidity to it in creating it in your in your headspace than English does. English you need more like I don't know, you need to flare it up or you need to animate it more. I feel like you need to put more into it, like delicacy. It's, it's, it. it's yeah. soft. It's soft because people are, you know, America, I feel like Americans are more inclined to be sensitive because of the the freedom aspect. So you need mm-hmm. these transition words to soft the language because without that, people's feelings get hurt, right? And that yeah. you know, that's that's our flaw as Virgos, right? Sense. You're directing straight to the point. People aren't used to that. People <laughs> people people need True. the but maybe, you know, people need those soft words to to nurse them and rock them like a baby until the next step of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm like weird. totally triggered with into. I'm like, because with my readings that I do, it's just like energy, energy work that I do. I don't know whatever you want to use those words to explain what it is that I do now, right? Because I'm still swaying with, for me, I'm still swaying with like, oh God, I'm doing energy work or doing readings, tarot, the taboo, weird, right? But this is just what I end up doing. It's my art. It's my form of communication, right? And um, learning how to, man, I lost my track of thought, but it was, the point the point that I was trying to make is I get triggered in not wanting to nurse. I'm not here to nurse anyone, you know. Um, it's it's not that I I don't want to be confused in the art of loving, having love for someone. Um, that for me, that's completely different of a dialogue um, than than nursing, you know. Um, I don't have children, but I feel like I would I would only nurse my children in the aspect of nur- giving them the nurturing that they need on a physical form to help them, whatever, right? Or even emotionally be there for them in any way that I can. But as far as anyone else in my life, with the journey that I have gone to, I, the, I think we talked about this before, maybe not in these recent episodes, but in former conversations about how, you know, <sighs> we're, di- we're direct for a reason, and I don't, I, at least I, I think I've mentioned that I don't, I've been fucked over in the past with, 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 uh, people not being direct with me. And I don't, I don't really have time for that shit, to be honest. You know, I don't have time to not right. to do the nursing, to coddle, to do all these things when it's not necessary, especially when we're going around in circles and circles consistently, you know, and I don't, it, it bug it bugs me. Like it triggers me because I think loving someone is completely different. You have compassion, you have empathy, yes, but it's different for me than nursing. I'm not here to coddle you, you know? Let's let's stick to the truth because the truth hurts, but it'll set you free. <laughs> it's one of my favorite quotes. I, I want to imagine that I, th- I think why, you know, like there's, again, there's always these layers, right? Is it the Virgo aspect? Is it the fact that we have immigrant parents who raised us, right? Oh. German, like you said, the language is directing to the point. Haitian Creole, directing to the point. Uh, 
So I'm wondering if, you know, like maybe that might be part of it. You know, it's just growing up, there, there was no coddling. Like, yo, like your hair, you got to figure shit out. I made it here for you. You got to you gotta figure, figure out the rest. And like, I kind of look at it as like, you know, there's no time to waste. Like what needs to be done now to situate everything? Because my, you know, my, my parents had the, you know, they, they, they had an opportunity, you know, they, they, they made the efforts and they got here. And for them, it was just like, once they got here, it was just work, do what I got to do, work, 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 family, you know, bring in family members. But for us, you know, we, we're here and our parents are trying to instill this grind in us, but it's different because it's a different culture. And we're also, you know, taking in uh, the, the black experience, but also the American experience of trying to balance between all of that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if you can agree to this or not, but I think what made it prevalent and so confusing for our generation time is the idea that what the common denominator of what most of our parents did was come to this country and fight, fight, fight and work, work, work and hustle and, and give the idea to what this land is all about, right. In a way of manifest destiny that they were chasing um, even for themselves to establish a future for, you know, for whatever reason they may have wanted to come and, and establish themselves in this land. But it's like this notion, this thing of, we grew up with, at least for me, I, I grew up in a public school where I was fortunate enough to be surrounded by so many different diversities of, of people, um, so many clashes of personalities that made it also, for me, confusing um, and difficult in, in, and still feeling like an outcast, Ironically, although I could see like so much awesomeness and amazing things about the the diversity that was all around, but I I take I think about it now, and I'm like I think this is what makes it um, so conscientious, perhaps, to remain focused on the present now and what we want to do ourselves because of the blending of everyone, a blending of accepting that, you know, I've made acquaintances with people that are so different from different cultures and accepting that to another level or not, even if if it worked out or not, friendship wise doesn't really matter, but there is a kinship that evolved and I learned something from it. Perhaps the other person's learned something from it. And for me, I love the blending of the differences. I think that what makes this land so so abundant in that aspect, at least here I can speak for New York. That's why I love New York in that immediate in-your-face diversity, <laughs> you know, with right. even if it strikes you on some kind of moral code or ethical code or whatever kind of, whatever kind of lingering um, things you have or issues to diversity, it kind of hits you in the face and you kind of like, I don't know, the, it's like a hot pot of diversity. Yeah, and that's the need again for language, right? Like we're we're bound to expand, we're bound to explore. You know, when humans find aliens, you know, what what keeps what keeps what limits war? Having language, finding a way to understand what the fuck they're telling us because we, you know we don't we're not there yet. But even in a realistic everyday social perspective, you know, you're gonna you're gonna move, you're gonna 
uh, immigrate to different countries. But language is always going to be that key factor to, you know, allow us to figure out what works and what doesn't work. What doesn't work, Mm -hmm. we avoid. And what does work, you know, we kind of put our best effort into. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had this uh, metaphysical question for you. And it just kind of came to mind. I think I was maybe going back to the idea of um, hike versus high key. So on a, on a physical level, you know, we, we come from one central split place, you know, whatever that original Big Bang was. On a metaphysical level, like, you know, we've talked about, um, like, you've told me about, like, twin flames and soulmates and stuff like that. Is there a central metaphysical point that all souls and spirits come from? Or is there any like type of like awareness or knowledge of that? You know, I, hmm, that's an amazing question. Wow. <laughs> Wasn't ready for that one. That's, that's for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the best way I can answer that question without really truly knowing the answer to that, because I think it's part of the life experience here to um, be acquainted or get become reacquainted to understand where we might be coming from. Um, because I'd like to honor each and everyone's individual journey of wherever they think um, creation either begins or ends or their place in it. So as far as, I think you met if you, if I understand you correctly, you said the physical standpoint is that we come from like one solid place. Right. And then you right. said that it's from um, perhaps you said your big bang theory, like that would be that, that in, in this example, that one solid physical place. Right. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the initial point, the initial place where mass was concentrated. Okay. And then, okay. Cause I'm trying to understand where the physicalness comes in mind for for you and where the metaphysical comes to mind where then you say that because we've talked about twin flame and that energy so the reason why i want to highlight those two is because what if i would to ask the question what if it's the same thing because that's what honoring the duality of not having to try to find an answer externally about how something makes sense because you feel it internally it's to go understand that when in, I believe that in the metaphysical that I've at least experienced or have come to synchronistically become more aware that, oh, okay, maybe these are more the tools that I can come up with, whether it's quantum physics, whether it's ideologies, whether it's theology, whether it's science, whether it's religion, whether it's people's people's experiences or topics on spirituality themselves, those are all in my experience of what I assume to myself be spiritual is that I validate those external knowledge, those external truths that I'm absorbing at that time for myself, for my internal acknowledgement. So to answer your question, if I were to, think, is there one source? Yes. The one source for me is for me very, very black and white at this moment. 
light comes from darkness and that's all that I know. In the vastness of what universal universe is, the universe is a polarity of both honoring darkness and light. And in the way that we communicate also with language when we get to and as human beings, we talk about many different things. I like this, I don't like this. I'm feminine, I'm masculine, indicating polarity, right? In any way, shape or form that we get to talk about it or understand it or compare and contrast our opinions because of our differences of that subject. So I, the Big Bang Theory would be ultimately an external validation to what is happening in the physical honor of the, of the metaphysical honoring the question of, is there such thing as twin flame or soulmates? Because twin flame or soulmates in this, and this um, this example for me is can't really it can, but it shouldn't be compared to it is the universe that twin flame is in. It's more of honoring that twin flame highlights consciousness, and the consciousness is what I believe, or at least I talk about um, in my spirit guides. They talk about that 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 consciousness is the energy source of what it is that makes you singularly you and different because there's no one else that can replicate you because you are just this thing. You're this consciousness, right? So in this consciousness, when you think about twin flames and soulmates and stuff like that, yes, that's the idea that I'd like to chime in what other people may or may not agree with. I don't know, but in my opinion, yes, there are, um, there are, bubbles of consciousness that come from another source of oneness and they're the same, making them identical, making them also singular and like, you know, polarize each other. So overall, I think the sourceness could be of one of nothingness. Um, I know that Sadhguru, he's a yogi, he has talked about that um, because there's a space of no and thing and honoring that space. And, I don't know. It's kind of going back into what we can think about. Is there black holes? So do we come from that? Because there's discoveries on that more and more now too, according to NASA. So I hope I kind of answered that a little bit. <laughs> um, yes, no, a little bit, a little bit of both. To be honest, um, it's, it's a lot. No, no, no. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, so I guess so. Uh, I'll try to do this. I'll try to do these series of questions methodically. So, is there, from your, uh, you know, what you've read or the conversations you've had or what you've seen, is there a common, is there a name or source for what people? What would be the metaphysical equivalent to the Big Bang? Is there is there a name for that at all? Or names? It Outside of be, like God, it would be understanding galactic, the galactic field that there are. It's to understand that we are not alone, and is there's a ether of galactic connections. Um, that it, it it's hard to explain in human language. It's the best way because okay. so, the reason why no, I say that is not. It's, it's just it, it, right. <laughs> it, it's it, it's hard. It's. It sounds so like rigid and like perhaps robotic if you if you listen to it. Um, but coming from me, 
communication in the way that we get to identify or differentiate religion and spirituality, for example, we think spirituality is then we, what, what, what is an example of, of um, fortifying that type of lifestyle? It's meditating, it's eating more conscientious, it's sustaining a better lifestyle. It's right. All these things that kind of would encapsulate being a spiritual journey. But there are certain things in spirituality that can also then not be really talked about and made ex- be explained or taught um, because most of the knowledge that monks or or masters receives receive are in their silence. And most often than not, philosophers have claimed the idea that the language of silence is much bigger than that. So if we can just look at that for a moment, how... The silence is big without being able to have a feeling whether it's true or not. It, it would identify just in my, in my opinion about this, a logical perspective that there are certain things we don't know. And let's say define that as that in and of itself is connected to something where I then say it's galactic. It's, there is, um, there's not one word besides using the word now universe, because universe, if I tell you that, would define something very vast and big. Does that make sense? Right. I, but I, I, I understand all that. Like, I, I understand universe. But I'm like, the, the, my question is more direct. Like, is there just a common name that people assign to metaphysical? Uh, I don't. I don't point. think so. I don't think there can be a single singular name. But maybe somebody else would say something else different. But I. I don't think so. From. I don't think so. No. Uh, but there is. Uh, I'm trying to go back to your initial answer, saying that you know the spirit and the mass comes from one singular place. And I'm trying. You know, I'm thinking about expansion, thinking about the physical realm that we live in, how that expands. And wanting to compare that to the other tiers or dimensions, and you know, is is there a correlation with, I guess, the growth and the the evolution of spirits or being able to connect to spirits? Is there a correlation between the expansion of the physical world and the metaphysical world? Oh, absolutely. For sure, it has to be. They work in tandem. I, I think the meeting point would be you, you, you yourself, you as a person, us as individuals, is the meeting point to understand that we can venture. You know, when one becomes high, they and people that love psychedelics, they dive into a level of consciousness where they feel vast. But it's happening still in their physical body. And then for me to honor what it is that your question is, like, yeah, there's a correlation between what this person is now going to do with their level of opening up the vastness of the consciousness. Are you going to just hose yourself and be, you know, in a box all day? What are you going to do? Are you still going to take life by the horns and become active and participate and grow and evolve and, and do things, remain active? And doing so, being forward, let's say the physical part in this conversation is being moving forward then yeah, I definitely think that every step that you take forward is exactly what's happening as above because that's the only thing is the only thing that's present in every moment if one honors themselves in the moment that they're in is that everything happens as above, so below, as within, so without. Every time. 
every there's no going away from that moment. It's to also understand when people say everything is constant and changes all the time. There's no such thing as not avoiding change. So to honor that and to know how time in this dimension, meaning us talking right now, seems slow. But in the honoring of everything, of what we can understand, how universe may or may not work, whether you understand it or not, or me understand it or not, it's a collectiveness of one. Energetically, it's still the same thing. So to understand how we all individually move, we're still going to move in the way that we can also address in this conversation is how you're made up with a chart where you can be astrologically, say, in this conversation, well, you're a Virgo and I'm a Virgo. It's kind of to understand the way the cosmos or you made of cosmos or how the cosmos are aligned when you are born or what you do. Everything happens for a reason. And everything that happens above is happening down here at all times. That's my opinion. I guess it's just (laughs) relative. I mean, I I think, I mean, yeah, I think I'm trying to bridge it connect it more than it, it's able to be connected just to, you know, just for my, my simple human understanding, but it, I, it's just relative. I mean, at the end of the day. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's definitely relative for the fact of we uh, all have different opinions to, I guess, and also the state of wherever we are in our journeys, you know, but I don't, yeah. I don't even, there's no level of right or wrong for sure. Right. Um, there's something. Hold on. Sorry. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. You. Okay. You got <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um. Yeah. I just wanted with. I didn't, I didn't think our conversation would go so far, but I wanted to kind of bring, bring this little back and to figure out how you combine your recreational pursuit of smoking cannabis or however, however you define what smoking is, if it's just a leisurely thing or, or for whatever, honoring your act of smoking, right? How do you, how do you think it affects or does it? Or what's your opinion on? It's a loaded question on like your life coaching, on like being there for others and and their journey. Um, my initial response is that I don't. I, I was I don't like labels, so like I've never labeled how I smoke. Um, I mean, because I think it could be anything. I from outside sometimes it feels like an addiction. Like I feel like I you know I do it every. For the most part, every night, um, every day, that's addictive in some type, in some scope. But it's also leisure. Like you know, I'm not waking up and get smoking and needing it for the day. It's just like you know, like I said, a midday, midday break, midday walk around the block, just to kind of pause, take a break, and then like those early night transitions. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I, th- I think. I fall under all categories of smoking. Sometimes I'm a pothead. Sometimes I'm in my addictive flow. Sometimes I'm just scrolling out. Sometimes I'm doing it for leisure. Sometimes I'm doing it to escape. Like I, I, I think doing a little bit of everything allows me to 
like really enjoy the experience and keep it, I guess, pure. It does so it doesn't become redundant. It's you know going like the the root of this right is going out and exercising and going out and experiencing life and energy and vibrations however you can. So yeah, I, I think having the freedom to kind of shift between all the different layers of of being a smoker makes it more enjoyable for me to kind of go through. Um, in terms of life coaching. How do you like? How do you how do you intertwine that? Like, how does it assist you? Does it assist you? Um, Yeah, not directly, but yeah, Um, it just gives me more perspective. I mean, I'm not really life coaching right now. I had this thought maybe like two weeks ago that maybe you know people people really don't want individual life life coaching. People just want great content that moves them, motivates them. It's more relevant, you know? So the work that I do in, t- in terms of being a cr- content creator, that's, that's the life coaching for me. So it's a, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good perspective s- switch. Um, it's, it's easier to, it's easier to help. It's easier to spend an hour creating a great piece of content that can motivate 15, 20 people versus speaking directly to one person for an hour. Wow. Um, I still want those genuine experiences and I still want to, I still want to once things, once, once I'm in a better space, just overall with uh, professionally and personally, you know, I still want to have those one, those rare one-on-one interactions with people. But right now though, the work I can do is just on a global aspect. Well, not global, being not being airy like the, the fucking global. No, but it is a global. Like, it is a global. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I think about like you know we talked about you no longer doing personal readings. Like now you just do general readings for the general yeah. public, and mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. I think that's, that's kind of yeah. it's the same scope of that. Exactly. But Interesting. it it just gives me thought. It gives me ideas. It allows me to either focus on a certain aspect of my life. Certain on focus on certain feelings, first focus on what's going on in the present, or just kind of just get away, get away. And from that, there's mm-hmm. content, there's negative things, there's positive things. But you know, I have I have a notes notes app, and I have like over a hundred individual subjects with less writings and writings and thoughts and ideas and like future business plans, future book plans, like just. You know, just trying to being creative, honoring the the creative in me, and having it here, and you know, some smoking, and being able to find these thoughts and dig dig them out of like the the layers of weight and of life, and just trying to mm-hmm. get through the shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it it gives me something to be hopeful for. It's like I like I, I told myself by by the time I'm forty, I'm gonna I want to write a rom com. And I have like two notes just full of just like jokes and ideas and scenarios and everything. Um, and I'm going to be 36 this year. So, you know, time's ticking and I feel like I'm in a good space and I feel like things are moving along well for me overall. Mm-hmm. Um, but always just telling myself, like, yo, remember, you said 40, <laughs> you said 40. <laughs> and all these little, all these little habits, all these, you know, all the posts, all the notes, they're just part of the path. Um, in the, I just dropped the episode of the, the post podcast today and I was talking about 
moving moving forward in like the different aspects of the podcast. Like originally the post podcast was just originally I like I don't like any of the other episodes I've done in any podcast outside of the last two of the post podcasts. Because I realized that I'm not really talking freely. I'm not I'm not relaxed. I'm like tense and I'm trying to present myself in a certain way Um, because I want to, you know, I don't want to be too niggerish. I don't want to be too proper. I want to be a little bit mixed, but it wasn't comfortable. I was I was dry and and it felt stale. So, you know, that was the first run of it. And, you know, now I'm in this new phase where I I found this found the space and I found my comfort and I found the uh, the flow that like really works for me. I'm honoring myself. I'm honoring I want to talk how I want to feel and how I want to relay information compared to the initial run. It was just like, I hear, hear the words. Okay. I'll see you, see you next week. <laughs> like there's, there's no, there's no personality. All, all, all of that to say, like I had no personality. That's yeah. what I realized. Yeah. Um, but, and I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay. I'm okay with the, like, you know, I look at it in one sense. It's an L for me. Like, cause I'm, like the idea was there, but the, the idea was there, the content is there, but the execution is, isn't is there. And I'm okay with that because, you know, now I have this awareness and now I can, again, just propel that energy and all of this, you know, focus to the 40, to that rom-com, which is, you know, evolving to a, a lot of good, good things. Mm-hmm. That sounds like, man, I'm excited for you. Like yeah. it kind of would bounce me into this, the question of do you, would you consider all those ideas that you get excited about where you have like notes, notes about all these, these uh, pursuits and interests and stuff like that. And I feel like I know as, where you're going to go. Yeah. Are those oh like God. your, is those like your like epiphany moments from like smoking? Do you think like, where is it? Yeah. 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 Mo- mo- yeah. Most, most of them are. I, th- I thought you were going to ask um, all of them, like ideas I stand by a hundred percent. And I was like, yeah, cause I came up with them, so they seem oh, like great I know ideas. that already. That was going to be a question. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> like that, yeah, no, that's, you definitely stand behind that. That's my right, 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 right. ass is going to handle that. Yeah, totally. I'm your mirror in that aspect. Yeah, you stand behind them. And that's good. And that's good that yeah. you should. Um, it gives you also um, the ability to stay motivated behind them. And, you know, like, and that takes, that takes a level of ego. And I'm, and uh, you need it. You need it. <laughs> and like, you know, so sometimes it's there and, you know, it's, it's just the initial idea. And because I, like, I don't, again, I don't know everything. So like I had an idea, like I use a little piece of tape over my webcam. Like most people cover their webcams when they're using their laptops because of spying and perverts and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, someone should just make like a little flip or like a little screen to mm-hmm. cover the camera mm-hmm. that isn't like the sticky tape. Mm-hmm. And I've been like sitting on this idea for like two weeks and I just Googled it today. And I know someone already had that idea. So, you know, I delete it from the list. Yeah. And I do that with a lot of things. Like, you know, I have these initial ideas like, I right, like this is cool. And I don't have the time or I'm not really interested in seeing if it exists now. But at some point I look and said, all right, someone already, someone already created this, delete it. And sometimes no one has for certain things. And it's like, all right, like, it's there. It's, it's an opportunity. But right. Right. You, know, you, you, you do you do what you relatively can do at the time. Like, I can't, mm-hmm. you know, like, I have app ideas. I have a bunch of app ideas. I feel like, like, 
I understand Kanye. Like I, I always go to him when it comes to any. I always use him as an example when it comes to anything creative. Like mm-hmm. being a creative and being being a creative allows you to see a, be a visionary. And I think a lot of pe- people who aren't creatives don't understand vision. They don't see long term goals because they're just to, for me they're just consumers. They're just like present it to me, tell me why I like it, and I will buy it. Versus. Mm. I, I see the long-term effects, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. you know, like being conscious of eating, right? Being conscious of plastic and how that, that affects the planet. Consumers aren't focused on long-term goals. They just focus on the now and the present. But the creatives, the visionaries, we're thinking about, you know, how do I make society better? How do I fix issues? Um, and that's all, that's all Kanye wants to do, right? That's all he does to an extent, mm-hmm. regardless of his ego, regardless of, you know, granted, I don't really know him or who he is at, at heart. But when I hear him speak, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I feel that. It's real. And, and, it, and it it's what we need. You know, we need to push society forward. And we only do that through creativity, through through doing our passion work. And, you know, like you um, introduced to me last year, honoring, honoring yourself. That's mm-hmm. all it is. Mm-hmm. That's you, true. You honor yourself and you honor society. Right. Exactly. Exactly. 100%. I mean, that's the only way that you can go across the checks and balances of whether or not your ideas are something that you want to pay attention to and actually do or see if you can do it better, you know, but I was going to say, it's like, it's this amazing connection again about uh, understanding that ultimately, no matter what it is that we really want to do, we can really manifest it. We can, we are able to do it. Um, if we really put our effort into it, right? If we put our time and focus and attention into it. Um, Not to say that it doesn't differentiate from one person or another for how difficult or not it is, but ultimately that's kind of the essence of it all. And I think that's kind of cool because it goes back into, yeah, you got to fight to be your authentic self and improve. Do you like it? Do you not going to change it? You're going to step up to the plate and, you know, like all these things. But I think it really sticks and becomes really more authentic when it's, through creative, the vessel, you know, creative method, right. not the consumerism. Uh, yep. Yeah. People yeah. don't, people don't know how, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, it's, it goes back to the conspiracy theory aspect that, you know, we're, we're at this point in this life experience, we're birthed here to just kind of be sheep and, you know, sheep for the slaughter, right. For the bigger picture, for the, for the bigger push, um, for humanity, uh, like, you know, I've been thinking about, like, all of this just, ha- all of this has to happen, unfortunately, and to an extent, because of where, where what we've become as a society, right? Again, there's too, too much consumerism, right? The earth, sh- shit is fucked up. It's, you know, it's at this rate, right? Like, you know, they say 2035, 2050, they give us all the dates when shit is going <laughs> to collapse, right? <laughs> Yes, they do. They do. Right. Yes. So yes, we, we, we need to prepare. We need to prepare because Correct. we we're not we're not listening, right? As a collective, as a collective species, as a collective collective society, we're not we're not listening, right? We're not listening, we're not listening to listening, the yeah. ills of the planet. We're just consuming. We're not visionaries, right? We're just mm-hmm. consuming. Mm-hmm. I get it, man. I get it. That's that's why we need a billionaires because there's no they're the only ones who are gonna. Say, they're going to control us and fuck us over, but they're going to save the planet. They're going to save the species, right? Like, so, like, what are you uh, here I for? I don't know. Are, if are I, can, you here? 
That's <laughs> over. No. I, 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 mean, I mean it in this. I mean it in the sense that. I mean but in I the sense you. of. Right. I mean in the sense that the you know like um, Virgin Atlantic, uh, the you know Tesla, the Rover, all these, all the technology that's going to allow humanity to expand is necessary. Right. The Earth at some point, regardless of how minimal or how high of an of a impact we cause as a species, you know, an asteroid comes, something, something catastrophic can happen at any point in time. So we have a responsibility, I believe, as conscious beings, being aware and being able to create and destroy. I think we have a responsibility to see how far this rides out. Like, can humanity make it to the end of fucking existence? Why not? Why not try and being part, being part of the system is what's going to allow some of us to get there. Some of us are going to do it through creativity. Some of us are going to do it monetarily. Um, it's not the right way socially. It's not the best way, but it's what we have, right? People. Seven, what's, well, not the, what's not the right way? The monetary way? The manipulation, the conspiracy okay. aspect of right. controlling people and guiding them, manipulating them to, to behave and live a certain way. But it's where we're at. There's so many people in the world. There's nothing. There's nothing on this planet that's going to unify us, right? The, mm. You know, you, you can't. You can't get. You can't get people to believe in climate change, right? You can't get. So how can you? You can't get people to believe in not again the visionary, right? If mm. if I don't if I, if I don't have the capability to see to see the future and see how my my choices will impact the future, I'm not going to care. And some people just don't care. So mm-hmm. there's nothing. There's nothing. I don't believe there's much. anything. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and but um, and they go about it in different ways, right? Right. That is that is true. That that's yeah. the that's the key thing there to definitely highlight with that that people act on it in completely different ways. Um, that's for sure. The villain does it one way, like you know, Thanos did it his way. He's like, ah, right, yo, yo, yeah, I need to chill out, and he did his snap. Half the population was gone. That's the villain way, you know. There's a there's well, another way to do it. Just, I don't know. It, it's you know, no matter how many ways we can either use a sitcom, a, a television show, the news, another person's rumor, or their acknowledgement of their opinion, it, it's still kind of going back into the root of, you know, we have to, I mean, we don't have to, but I've like, I think we can reach some sort of commonality that everything has a beginning and an ending at least, right? And it's what we do with it that really matters so it's what we do with it right right? like what you can say for 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 that i've heard you say about that so but that's i feel like that's whole part of the whole experience of it all of itself is the whole experience knowing that yeah okay we have some people that are working against us right now in regards to conspiracy theory and they're doing some controlling monetarization of capitalism whatever you want to whatever words of language that you one can reach in order to get to the understanding of what we're talking about is exactly why I find it important that to really make sure how we can get rid of fear or handle our anger or plan accordingly is to not be so forced with external um, (laughs) blasphemy because that would mean for me is like, you know, the news is, is a triggering aspect. You know, it's going to do some things that you may not be ready to handle. Um, And there could be mistruths, whatever it can be on a a theory of conspiracy theory at that point that a lot of conspiracies talk about 
turn off your television, right? So it's this, um, you know, it's it's still going to leave you with a formula. You got to fend for yourself. You got to fend for yourself. Survival here. Survival here. Right. There's no one. Has, no one has your best interest at heart except you. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. No one's. You know. You know, we got you know we got the stim- stimulus checks and I mean, right? Like that's not that's not gonna save you. It's not gonna mm-hmm. uh, it'll, it'll it'll hold you down for a little <laughs> bit longer, right? It'll hold you down. It's you know, but it's not gonna right because it, you know with with every bill that and you know they're talking about another round of stimulus and mm-hmm. as soon as I saw that I was like you know what like it's not even for us you know it's because it's not. Right. Businesses are getting billions. You know, everyone's eating except the people who needed to survive. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like pocket it's, money. Here's yeah. your allowance yeah. in the next few yeah. months. I'll be figure out what I to mean, do. Yeah. I mean, if, that, if, if that's yeah. and if that's the case, <laughs> give us UBI, give us fourteen hundred dollars a month on, a, on every month. I, I, I'll take that. I'll take free money. I'd rather take that. Yeah. Don't put me in a position where I have to wait it out and then like have anxiety in and of itself is manipulation. It, in, in and of itself is manipulation. And, you know, I could be, I could be just, you, I've heard some naysayers of like, well, you get the money and you're, what are you're going to, you're going to spend them like, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> I am one of the many bil- hundreds, millions of people that are keeping these businesses afloat. We deserve to get some fucking penance for the right. shit that we put in. And we've already put it in with fucking taxes. You know, most of us have done that, you know? So I'm like, yeah, and I'm sitting here. They're dealing with so many stressors. There's a whole worldly issue upon us, you know? And I'm over here worried about having a worldly impact. Impact? <laughs> no, you know, it like things, things seem imbalanced in that regard. And it's like, yeah, okay, great. You're giving me some pocket money to, to, to feed myself and to keep a roof over my head when some people have lost their, you know, have it. some, some, for some of them money's coming too late, you know, like it's, there's all these things where it's hitting still the homes of many people's hearts and, you know, uh, yeah, thank you. But, you know, you could really have helped us out more <laughs> with other things or many months before, you know, it's just, again, the same thing of like, oh, there's a distraction. Like, I don't want to say distraction. Something else is immediately happen happening. But it's like, come on, like, mm, too good to be true. Because last year it was. <laughs> I, I almost I almost even imagine it being used as like a not even a bargaining chip. But every time things are about to get bad, it's like, all right, well, you know, here's another fourteen hundred dollars. Cool out for a little bit. You know, relax, chill out. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. oh because of money, I see many. I see many people also using that same money and going back into the same stores that fund it all. Right. <laughs> well, right. fund it all. Right. They're going to use that money to go to Amazon and whatever. When we know that certain people who run these certain corporations are all kind of like tied in. If we do some independent research, you know, if you, like if we, if we just understood that cycle in itself, it makes you question me at least, like. Man, what a stranglehold to be also still kind of codependent on the money that's coming in, you know, or at least what are you going to do with it? You know, and now I'm thinking, well, I'm going to do it with what I can do to make an impact of the world myself then <laughs> you know, the best way possible. And, and that's that's the challenge, right? That's how they break, they break 
break us apart and break us down, right? You know, that little by little, you know, we you see the, the wealth gap increasing to the point where, you know, it's just you got it or you don't. <laughs> yeah. Either you got it or you don't. Um, yeah. I, I, I forgot the transition, but yeah, like it, uh, yeah, yeah, I lost it. No, it's all right. It's, uh, it's, it's this, the gap between the marginal income and then the survival and then feeling how the society is one, yet once again, dealing with the, the economical at, uh, loss of such a, such a degree as, you know, what has been happening. And uh, it's, it's, it's fucked up because in one way we see how the destruction has to happen in order for any kind of possibility of newness to kind of talk about, right. Where the, where the spiritual community or whatever of the, of the energy of believing for a better day to come, having faith for the future would come in and rock the boats and saying, you know, don't worry, um, you know, reach out for people. If you can, you know, try to go to the, this person network, we're all kind of relying on each other still. And what I think where this time it's a little different is we have technology at our feet to, and our hands as, ex, as exposure and opportunity to make connections with people all over the world and reach a level of a bigger impact. And that's what I'm excited about because that's what I get to do with what I've been doing creatively. And just knowing that you know, the energy exchanges from happening from so many different levels. And that, that's amazing to not feel confined that you're, you're never going to seek some sort of solace or community trying to still maintain the pursuit of doing something that you love creative. What, if it means creatively or not, you know what I mean? Like it's still it's kind of like follow what it is that you want to do. And the tribe will always come, you know, that, that kind of thing. Mm. I've been, I've been blessed with that, but it's still the isolated feeling that's like, whew, you know, I, we all see the issues. Like what's, what's, I don't know. There we is no don't. <laughs> we, all, we all don't. And the, the bad, the sad, the bad thing is that we, we all don't, or I don't know, like I, we, when we talked about compassion in um, a previous episode and you know, some people just don't know. I, I, I don't know how they don't know. Like, we talked about the um, the post I did where I wrote Roy G. B. for like Roy G. Biv just because the photo had red, orange, yellow, blue in it. And, you know, you commented that. I commented. I'm <laughs> like, what? You know this? You know Roy G. Biv? That's a, I was so excited. You have no idea. But yes, continue. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you said that with people, when you talk to people about it, they, they look at me more. like cross-eyed, like you have no idea. I don't know. What, what is that? I'm like, wow. Okay. Hold on. Let me write it out for you. <laughs> the colors of the it. rainbow. That was the acronym, how I learned it. You know, I'm like, I like adult, adult no people in the recent years. Yeah. Like not, that's what I'm saying. It was, that's why I was so surprised that you said it in the first, first, like me seeing it. I was so excited because I just had talked about it. Like maybe a week or two before that. Very wow. recent. Like very yeah. recent. <laughs> that's no, what I was it's... like. <laughs> It's, it's, a, it's the third thing we learned. You're my soul tribe. Like, you get it. You get it. Get you get it. Initiation um, pass. I'm kidding. Right, right, right. It's, it's, the third, it's the third thing you learn in life, I feel, right? Like, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> a, B, C, D, E, or G, Div, right? Like, how do you, how do you disassociate? How do you disassociate that that memory or that like early experience? 
I don't, I don't know. I, you know, I still remember. Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. And, oh my God! Yes. Uh, parentheses. Uh, oh, please excuse. What was the ex, ex, expen, expon, exponentials? My multiply. Oh dear, my Divide. Aunt. Add. Sally. Subtract. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Please excuse uh, my dear Aunt my, Sally. Old man memory. Yeah. That was that was like the study guide that you put in and on like top of your Scantron. Remember those right, Scantron right, right, days? Right. Like okay, wait a minute. Clues. Oh yeah, man. Uh, but the only I guess the only way that I can excuse that if they didn't get that taught in school, obviously. I don't know. I don't know. At least it was prevalent in the American system. Oh, I don't know. Man, I don't know. Man. I don't know. <laughs> that's 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 been like my theme these past couple of weeks. Like I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> people get these things. Like I made this. I was on Reddit <laughs> earlier this week, and this this woman. Some someone posted. Someone posted. Um, I just got fully vaccinated. Then a little bit of thing. Then it was some extra stuff. Then it said, and I just got got COVID again. And my mom was like, how can you, how can you be fully vaccinated, but then get the disease you're vaccinated from like a few weeks later? Like that shit don't make no sense. And, you know, I'm not, it's everyone's choice. Like I'm, I'm cool with that. You know, you, you, what you want to do with your body, you know, your body, your choice, my body, my choice. That's how, that's, that's, that's the message, right? But I didn't understand the how you couldn't see the the oxymoronic aspect. <laughs> like it's it's right it's right it's literally right there in front of you, and you know it is tied into me. It's like I, I like I don't understand. I don't understand how you can say whatever you want and not understand the implications. I don't understand how you don't see how that make, it makes no sense. It make, it doesn't make sense. And but you, you know you believe it, you mm-hmm. accept it, and you just ride, riding it out. Like, yeah, I'm gonna, like, yes, because keep talking. I'm like, I have something uh, for this. <laughs> Let me go snooping. What did I, what did right, I have right. here? Um, <laughs> you know, like I said, I, I, I'm, I'm not trying, I'm not, like I said, going back to the compassion aspect, I understand the people who take it and I understand they need to take it on a lot of different mm-hmm. aspects. But, you know, the communication, the language, the, like I always say, the, the disconnection between, what I know and do for myself versus what I'm just doing. And um, yeah, what I'm doing because I've been told to I'm like, you know, that's so you know, I, I'll reference the, the episode that I just dropped again today. And I was talking about, um, you know, we're, again, going back to like being sheep, we're conditioned to just kind of follow on this plat this path, right? K through 12. Some of us go to college, you get a job, you retire and, you know, you fade out of existence, right? And that's kind of been the root of like the American society mostly, because that's the only one I know directly for like, let's say maybe the 50s, right? And little the by white little. Get fence with the golden retriever. Right, 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 right. right. And, you know, it, it becomes relative and it, it, it evolves as 
we grow in generations grow right you know we we were sold on like the, f- the future the future of the world flying cars and all that oh, shit, oh right? yeah i'm still for the moon. though the flying right. cars. <laughs> not going lines a part of me that's like yeah i'm kind of with it i'm for with it, it. like for um, your last your last ride out that's, that's, that's a good way to go anonymously <laughs> slip in my vote for a yes on that one i'm like that's me i'm out in the oceans man i'm out that's true you never you never see Never seen them like over oceans. I don't think I've ever seen a movie where flying cars are just like maybe over the, oceans. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They're over cities. Maybe yeah, two laws of a distance, maybe or maybe the battery. I don't know, but that's interesting to think about. Um, and then I gotta yeah. So it's got to be a flying car. It's gonna turn into a boat just in case. <laughs> We're onto something here. A flying a flying car that turns into a boat, but not a regular car. I'm safe. Do you, if I can be <laughs> safe in car? air and water. Wow, that's gonna be amazing. As survival chances is amazing. I can go like what? Like nothing will take me. I'm in either water or the, <laughs> the air. Come catch me if you can. <laughs> You're just trying to escape, right? You're mm-hmm. Just trying to escape. That's yeah, it. since no one, since no one's coming to beam me up, I'm like, all right. <laughs> Let me be sideways. So, so like, you know, we're just told to kind of follow, follow these paths and we the majority of us don't break free from the path we've been sold on or, t- or told to kind of live through and I, f- I forgot the, the original point to this of course as you as i forget everything happens, but um man. it's okay it's it's you know, there, there's a level of i think the, the growth that like there needs to be a disconnect um from just the the traditions and the, the the things we've been sold on, and just adjusting your life and realizing that you know, I don't know that that okay, there we go. That you need to break free from the system. I think that's mm-hmm. it. yeah, that that was the mm-hmm. point because you know K through twelve, the, the, the what we've been sold is a system to live in. If you follow this system, you go to school, you go to college, you get a good job, you'll have all these things. You follow this path, and we'll look out for you. We have mm-hmm. your best interest in, in mm-hmm. at heart. Like we always have, right? Mm-hmm. But we didn't read the, you know, the other side, the other, <laughs> right, 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 right. The other side of it for for a lot of us who dis- have disconnected or chosen to disconnected is knowing and seeing that you don't have my best interest at heart. You have the system's best interest at heart. And, you know, I may agree in certain aspects, certain things. Yeah, I, I agree with certain uh, socialistic mm-hmm. practices and values. But as a collective and as a whole, I, I don't want that control. I don't need that mm-hmm. control. I just, I just mm-hmm. want the checks and balances. In and of itself, it sounds capitalistic already. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike this uh, social agenda. But I, I wanted to say, when I was looking for something, I made a post uh, once on um, the age of cognitive dissonance, which I think this is kind of like reminding me of where it says, um, it's from someone else, sometimes people hold a core belief that is very strong. When they are presented with evidence that works against that belief, the new evidence cannot be accepted. It creates a feeling that is extremely uncomfortable called cognitive dissonance. And because it is so important to protect the, the core belief, they will rationalize, ignore, and even deny anything that does not fit with that core belief. So for me, kind of, totally exemplifies what it is that you said that that's where 
you are different because you can challenge yourself and, you know, and thus we can have these conversations and, and probably have many similarities. Even if we have some differences, we can find mutual understanding through them. And some people I think are challenged by that because of, you know, just what this just kind of etched out. (laughs) I mean, the the unknown is scary, right? Like that's part of also part of our conditioning, but just like our innate, um, like it's innately in our DNA, right? Other is terrifying, right? The outside is terrifying. So it feels good to be nurtured, right? It feels good to be taken care of. It feels good to know that someone else would do it, right? That That's that's what a lot of it rests on. Someone else would do it. Someone else will take care of the planet. Someone else will help, you know, that the, the, screaming, the screaming woman in the alley. Someone else would do it. I feel like we're conditioned to do it. I feel like we're conditioned to believe that. I feel like we're conditioned to believe that someone else would say that's superheroes, right? Someone else would do it, right? You don't. You don't see. You rarely see. Or the highlights of superhero stories aren't what they do in the everyday life of bringing people together. And you know, what you hear is Bruce Wayne donated a billion dollars to the to the to the hospital. Okay, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Everything else is him, you know, fucking people up and being the hero. Him, the one individual saving the whole day, and that's that's what we're conditioned to believe that one it's individual him. can make it. Yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. it's all you know, it's all on the ground level. It's it's the community always, always the community, but mm-hmm. you know, being able to hold people accountable, being able to do with it, do what's what's in our power as a community as a, as a social group um it's just a, it's a hard game to it's a hard game to break free from mm-hmm. it's a hard game to break free from that is true that is man there was something that i wanted to say but i he's ugh, i lost it that's well said well i just think um It's such a it's such a unnerving state for me sometimes to to not get angry myself and the fact that people aren't I guess aware I don't know or feel challenged whatever that resistance is um, to not I like be able that. to feel challenged I like that yeah um, I think <clears throat> that's the way I'm learning how to even gain also delve more and express my compassion with other people. Because it is something that, with dealing with mental with mental um, with mental health most of my life, and just like being aware of my ups and downs, I've I've had a blessing and a curse to experience my own levels of highs and lows, um, and to be able to rationalize them in a way for them to make me feel as content as I am now. And of course, there's many factors that we can agree on, maybe also outside of me and maybe also community-based, um, is the social injustices that happen of a system that is that is trying to sell an idea that it has never really worked out. And as for myself, that, yeah, a lot of people, because you said, you said something about, you know, the, the unknown is... is uh, People fear the unknown. It's like the mystified, the mystery is is scary. And it's honestly something that with great pride has saved me. 
is mystery actually for me. Like I've learned my, my fears brought me to that level of understanding though. Like I was able to keep pushing myself to the limit, I guess, uh, if that's the best way I can describe it to challenge my own self, to meet this fear in the face. And then eventually, um, I don't know with everything, I don't want to get out, get to, into so much right now, but with having my own spiritual awakening, um, and the way it just has happened for me that I can even say those words and acclaim myself to having one is, is a different agenda to what the social norms of political issues are, because I no longer am interested at all what's going out there. Um, because I've, I've reached an understanding of the same, same aspect of you. I have to control what I can. Um, what is it that I, I can contribute on a global impact and all these things. And it's challenging to find people who think of the same or uh, let's put to keep it real, wake them up if they're not woke, if they're still sheep. Um, but at the same time, I can't convince them because if I convince them, I will challenge their own cognitive dissonance, right. their own inability to not want. Right. And I become another form of resistance in their eyes. And that's completely contradictory to the cause then too. So that's why I, I like I steer with one part of my personality is wanting to advocate finding mutual differences with one another. And the other realm of personality is keep the motivation alive. Yeah, absolutely. Um that that's the I think that's the goal, right? Like us as individuals honoring ourselves and doing what we need to do for ourselves allows us to, again, do what what we need within our respective communities. But it allows people to be inspired, allows people, um, allows people to, I guess, find a deeper connection and, um, uh, uh, yeah, it, 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 because it's part of the journey to, I feel if I'm understanding you correctly to, to take ownership. And then once you take ownership, you're all, already kind of like answering to the collaboration of working together, wanting to find out answers that perhaps will nullify you and being no longer afraid of not, with the things that you don't know by trying to make sense of the things that you can control. If that makes sense. Right. Right. Um, I want to say that I don't have it. Damn, <laughs> I can't get back to it. That's uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Retract real quick, or repeat. What was your point um, before? Before the, I forgot the first time. The first time, was, the point was yeah. the point was to the challenging the cognitive dissonance from from like okay. accepting that 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 would be my compassion to not challenge the cognitive dissonance in others. Yeah. I was going to say that because if you be, if you become the main influence or you become the key influence, then 
it can transition into you being someone, you know, it becomes an ideology, right? Where, we, where we're just following ideas and brands mm-hmm. and people and names versus our own individual selves. So, you know, mm-hmm. I see it in what you do and what I do. It's always about, you know, figure out what works for you. Figure out what you want to do. Don't, don't, I don't know best. I don't, like, I don't know. I don't know what's best for myself. I'm just going through the process. Um, right. And then you, you talked about challenging fears and being able to step out. And I always use that analogy of like dipping your toes in the water, dipping your toes into the mm-hmm. abyss. You swirl around, you see how it feels. You say, all right, cool. And you know, you go ankle deep. Then when it gets uncomfortable, you get out. But you know how it feels and you learn that it isn't as bad as you thought it was. So the next time, you know, you start with your ankle then you go up to your knees uh, and you come back. Then, you know, you start with your knees. Then you at some point you fully emerge and then you're, you're, you're willing to take the risk. Always, you're always willing to take the risk, always willing to mm-hmm. kind of take on the challenges because you've learned that no matter what. And it, it's it's. It's simple everyday life, but we don't. I don't think a lot of people process this, process it in this way. No matter what you go through, you know, if it hasn't killed you, you learn from it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, all, it's all about what you, what you do with the experience and the message. And the, the more you take the risk, the more you open up opportunity to you know learn what works for you. The more you do what works for you, and what the more you do what works for you, it makes it easier. To just feel good about yourself, feel feel good about your creativity, feel good about the effort you're putting behind it because it becomes an easy win. Like, you know, I've been talking about cheat code, like, you know, figure out your cheat code in life, whatever buttons you need to press to keep pressing to win at the game. Do that. Right. If you're an amazing artist, you keep doing art. You win. Like, you know, Kanye, I said Kanye is cheat, cheat code God mode. Whatever he wants to do, he'll win at it because that's just the level of fame he's at. But for the everyday person, whatever your passion, whatever your creativity is, just put the effort in. Keep working on that because, you know, the skills, skill and the mastery increases the more time and effort you put into it. But it's also you giving back to community, you giving back to society, you directly and indirectly inspiring people, not through telling them what to do, but it's saying like, yo, this is what happens when you work on something for 30 days or when you work on art for you know, three years, you see progress, you see results. And that, that's mm-hmm. what it needs to be, right? It's just, it's it's that shared vibrational energy, not not consuming again. Like, not, I'm not consuming, I'm not imitating what you're doing. I'm just, I feel good seeing what you do. I feel good seeing your success. I feel good seeing your progress. I want that for myself. I want to yeah. feel good about myself. I have shit to share. Mm-hmm. So let's, like, that's just the community, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot. I feel like a lot of people might also feel that, well, it's so painful. It's painful to do it. Well, yeah, you're right. It's like it, there is a level of pain involved in, and I think in all these things that are that occur, whether it's on a social spectrum or a community uh, feeling of feeling the injustices that happen on the streets or whatnot, or it's it's painful and it's really hard to sometimes I think for most to. Um, find that excitement to keep pushing through that those difficulties, but that's that I think gets beautifully. Um, it works itself out better when individuals maintain the pursuit of their own identity 
as raw and and cutting as it may seem for themselves, because it will naturally inspire others to do the same, you know, and that's, uh, I think was always important. And I think most people haven't taught. I, I, I mean, I went to school, yes, but you didn't, I didn't get taught in school to be authentic. Um, if anything, the diversity that I spoke of that I went through in that I went through growing up taught me more what diversity is. And that in and of itself is authentic because I'm like, wow, this is amazing from where I came from. I have a, you know, being a German background and, and, um, but it's, it's, it's one thing it's hard in this world to, to, of course, be challenged, like we talked about with cognitive dissonance, going, having to accept the ability now to really create the world for how we would like to see it. Um, I think this makes it a great opportunity to be in this unknown time because it now we were able to create something that we could foresee or what we want to latch on or, you know, whatever we give attention to and focus on is our way of providing that push forward for faith for some people, if that's what it's called right. or hope for the future, you know, the beauty and love that can become that still should exist through this life experience, whatever keeps them alive and breathing, you know, that, that notion. Um, I think we weren't taught that as a young, as when we were younger. Um, and I feel like now that communication is at least being cracked open to becoming aware that maybe we haven't taught, been taught that. And now we can just learn, relearn, Try something new for a change. <laughs> you know? I've, I've been thinking about that lately. And um, and also just about, again, it's everything being relative. Like, it feels like progress because we have, the, we have access to the awareness that we didn't once have. Mm-hmm. But in the larger scope of what the fuck is going on, is it really progress? Right? Is it? You know, tying back into conspiracy theories, right? And tying back into, you know, all of this has been planned for for a long time. So I can't think of the exact um, exact word, but there there's um, contingency, right? There's a contingency plan for everything, right? Okay. So no matter what happens, yeah. I got a folder, right? Like, because, because, right? Because I'm at that level. I mean, a lot of it also is tied in just the different layers of existence and kind of seeing where you are and how you perceive and understand things, right? If you're just the everyday typical consumer, you don't you don't see the bigger picture of of life of of what's going on. So you're not gonna get it. You're not gonna think on that level. If you're a billionaire who has time and has money, has capital, has resources, you're able to see 50 years from now, 100 years from now, right? Because the knowledge is there. You're talking with the best of the best about everything to see where we're headed. So that the... Go ahead. You're saying that he has that outlook because of the money? Or because of his control because, of that, because, all his assets, where the, going? <laughs> because of what the money allows. The money yeah. allows you to have conversations that like, I can't buy Jay-Z's time right now. Or maybe ever, right? He's a billionaire. If I had a billionaire money, I could be like, yo, Jay, I got this plan. But right now, you know, he's he's less likely to hear from me. Yeah. 
He has yeah, the mere thought of that type of type of like analogy to how society is is sad. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. I well, it, I, I don't take uh, issue with that. I, I get it, right? Because you you have to you have to put in work, right? Like I've followed his story mm-hmm. from once you know I was able to understand rap. He's worked. He's he's worked hard for his brand, his identity, his friends, whoever, to kind of get where he is. So I can't be not not there yet and just like, hey, you know, I want your time and attention. Like, no, nah, you, you have to show people that you have the commitment and passion. But that's that's what a lot of the, like the issues are when and again, I'll use rap because that's what I know. Mm-hmm. Like when you ha- when you're a famous artist and you sign someone, they don't understand the grind. They think you just come in and it's this boats and caviars and champagne. Or, like, nah, like we 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 work. 10, 15 years to, to get to this point where we have the notoriety. You can't just come in here and eat off our back. You have to work because I, I need to know that my investment in you is going to pay off. I'm not going to invest time in you if you're just here to party and have fun. I'll invest time in you if I know 10 to 15 years from now, you'll, you'll take my role and I'll be doing other things. That's, that's how it should be. So I think at, at certain levels, right? You have certain conversations with certain people, or you, or you don't, because certain people don't haven't certain people haven't shown that they have the drive, the commitment, and the passion to really put the work in. So they're not; they might not be worth your time. I think that's realistic. I get that, but I think what I I totally understand that a hundred percent because I definitely understand that that's the mind frame, also the hustling mind frame of putting the work in, putting the craft in, especially as rappers, you know, you have to be able to produce, create, but that's another thing about honoring the hustle and difficulty on the streets of what it means to have a talent and still have a lack of connection towards the networking and to have a thought of inquiry of pressure of anchoring that I need to have money in order to be seen is where I'm trying to address that sad. Because that, yeah. you know what I mean? Because it's br- like I didn't a, bring up money though. I didn't bring strain. up money though. No, I didn't bring up right. money. You're right. I, I just right. I, I just brought up drive because people but like the there's always the investment is right. I guess where I took it as yeah. The money I, I wasn't thinking investment it. as a uh, money capital for me. Investment. I guess I'm looking at investment as as time. Mm-hmm. There's definitely money laid into it, right. but when you if I'm investing time in myself, if I'm investing time in my craft, then I my ex- my exposure increases, right? Like if, I, if I'm oh, consistently, yeah, if I'm consistently Naturally. creating great content and posts, then my subscribers should should be going up. Right, <laughs> right. should be going up, um, and that increases my reach. So the, the more eyes on me, the the more likely that someone in a different tier or of existence will be able, will know someone who knows who's like the middleman, right? Like there's always a middleman. There's you know the working class. There's Supposed to be the, mm-hmm. the, the middle the millionaires, whatever. There's always gonna be a middleman to breach that gap because the the top tier person, they're too busy. They they're not they're not in like you said, you don't read the news, right? Because yeah. Right? No, not because so, I'm a millionaire and I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you were, you were I, right. I mean, I mean, right, 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 right. Like you don't read the news. So there's information you're not directly getting, which is fine, but there's also information that might be useful to you that you're not seeing directly because you're, you're, you're in a different mindset or state. 
So someone else could be the third party. I could be like, yo, I, yeah, I just saw this, whatever, and I could pass you the information. And now, you, now you're aware of it and however it connects to you, it connects to you. Correct, yeah. I think it's just a time. It's, it's just a, it's a time, time investment for me always. Yeah. It's it's true. It's true. I mean, it's it's definitely so you understand that time is time is money. Time is currency. Um, okay. So for that in and of itself, I totally agree with what you're saying. Um, it it's just I don't it, it, I don't know I don't know I have it's more of this. What is. Because I, I felt guilty for not like watching the news for a minute, right? For the longest. But because I'm like, uh, because of whatever criticism or constructive criticism, criticism that could come from me saying, admitting something like that. But that's where I honor then, I can honor the third party and the third party intrusion of giving me that information. And, and that's how community gets formed. It's like everyone, everyone has everything. their role right like, right and everyone has their own role as what it is that they do i'm just not a person that likes the news for my said reasons whether it's politically being rebellious against it no it's also like it's too much for me like it's just it 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 induces my anxiety ironically like it's weird right. um so i have my i just have my reasons right and just like everyone else has their reasons why they do watch the news and but it's like Maybe we can over a cup of coffee, talk about it. And it's like, wow, you taught me so much. And that's crazy. What did you learn from not watching me as well? I learned, I don't know, this and this. Like, oh, that's crazy. I didn't know that. And then maybe we'll find a commonality because it's often the such that I have amazing conversations of mutual understandings with people that do watch the news or, or whatever, like Republican, Democrat, I don't know, like, like purple, like black. I don't, I don't know. Right. right. But it's again, like that beautiful warp of, you know, that's the basic, fin- the basic form of being compassionate, I guess, being kind, you know, um, and all that, I, you know, without, without having to deal with the social stigmas of the pressure of what's working against us and for us, like just, you know, remaining headstrong and, Going after what it is that we want, I guess, could be the best way Maybe. to. Yeah, trying, uh, trying to go after what we want, right? Yeah, that, that, that's the the challenge, right? The putting yourself yeah. out there. A hundred percent. Going to the abyss, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that could be going back into like why people want to escape, right? With cannabis, some people want to escape because they're like, "Oh man, I'm exhausted," I, and that's their level of escape for some, perhaps too, of like I got to like break free, you know. Um, is that why you, do you smoke to escape and break free? Um, I used to, I used to, in a way I definitely smoked in to avoid, to tap into something that I really like to do. And my escaping was, uh, I think my escaping at that point is escaping from the pressure of having to be in the know with, with what's happening with society and, um, like, or escape to from responsibilities for certain days. That was definitely a thing right. many years ago. Like, I don't want to handle that, so I'll rather smoke. <laughs> smoke. Um, I have another one rolled up. Like, <laughs> you know, just it was. It was. It became a gateway drug of giving me the permit, like the permission to not have to be so hard on myself, having to. Right. 
be blasted with all other life experiences, but then also then seeing, wow, everything else for my life is not really lining up. This is not, this is something's out of balance still. Although I feel okay and not so guilty for smoking, my life is externally falling apart. Like I, you know, I've like a lot of things were being lost out of my control, whether it's, you know, a few years ago it was jobs and, and relationships and friendships and family struggles, like all these things where it's like, uh, this is, this is challenging to my physical realm realm of existence. You know, everything that I'm attached to and physically, but I loved smoking still, you know, that was my, that was my escape. That was my, what is it now for you? Now it's a sense of, Now it's not a need. It is more of an activity that I enjoy and I want to allow it to, one, not control me and in a way of still maintaining my agility when smoking. And most of it, I think it's my, my mental attitude. So now it's about creating positive mental attitude for myself where in the past it wasn't. And I think that's where it is now that, that aspect of teaching myself that positive mental attitude. And yeah, it's pretty much it, I guess. How about you? Go ahead. ahead. Have have you had any good hike or high key moments uh, since the last episode? For, well, high key first and foremost is for me this like admittance that I can be my jolly self, right? Like, and and vibrant, right? Which when I smoke, it kind of like diminishes. I'm not really that bouncy and whatever. So, even with sativa or even with sativa, sativa, um, because of the physical and the physical aspect of what it does to me, I'm pretty sensitive um, with my nerves in general. So, either. Either way, I could if I allow the negative impact to happen, it could it could cause anxiety and over an over anxiousness, um, and that's what then where I learn it's controlling me, you know that kind of awareness right. I, I do have or try to have at least in the moment. Um, so now I'm. The, Sorry, what was the question? Like, did I answer that? It's like a typical uh, high moment. Like, you, wait, did I answer the question? Yeah. No. Did you have you had any uh, hike hike oh, high hiking moments? Yeah, this was not one of them. It. Me forgetting this was not one of them. No, uh, I hike. forgot like five things. You good? You good? This is your, this is your first memory lap. So. We know we know who smokes more. So good. So good. Nice. So you know. <laughs> no, but like. The high key moments for me, for sure, are. Mm, for me, it's my intuition right now. My intuition, for sure. It's my. It's. The you high. Specific, you have a specific. Into, I'm. I'm. I'm asking for. I'm looking yeah, for a specific. I know. I know you are. I know you are. And it's. You can say no. That's fine too. No, I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure out how I can say it without using so many words like I usually do. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's recently I had like, um, like 
like the the post that I told you about, I think the other day, where I saw, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, I got like a thousand views on one of my on one of my posts, on one of my real posts, right? And that was like a total high key moment for me where I felt something so high vibrational of just like being amazed about it without, without even knowing like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. Like I totally didn't see that coming kind of, kind of, you know, kind of way. So, um, so I definitely felt like that high key moment of, wow, that's the ether. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have a like dance. Cause the reason why I see high key is I love music. I love vibration. It's helped me with my journey and it's elevated me in ways that I can't even thank um, more besides saying thank you to the ether for allowing me to heal myself with frequency. So that's why I get excited with high key and those things to kind of, to help me, just to help me with my positive mental attitude to keep it high vibrational and high key kind of just sounds like, all right, keeps me in my little happy place. Yeah. Happy place. You know, my child is like, Ooh, I'm so excited. (laughs) I didn't see that coming. Yippee. But that's, how wanna, that's, how, that's how we want to feel, right? Like, if, yeah. like if I can get like two of those, no, nah, one of those a week keeps me good. Yeah, like one right. like pure good moment. I'm like, yo, I fuck with like you. Know, we tell yourself you fuck with yourself. You know, I fuck with you, Clifford. You, you a good dude. Uh, like, yeah, you, you need that. You need that. And how it manifests, that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was definitely part of my journey because I mean. We can mention it. I'll mention it now. But for last year, you definitely helped me as you being a life coach, right? And you were able to help me identify uh, the factors, at least from my psyche, what is what could be negative and positive, right? And what I wasn't doing was that positive mental attitude, at least for myself. Like, what are you proud of? Or even the forward movements, taking goals, like whatever you were able to assist with me last year was so beneficial to now see that evolve into like, yeah, you know, um, I can look in the mirror now and say, Hey, you're you looking good, you know, just rock it. Like it took me a very long time to, to, um, to address that. Cause before, before ever having you as a life coach, before I had another opportunity to be with someone was else years ago. And man, <laughs> I one of the exercises was to be in one in front of those mirrors and say something positive was not happening. I started breaking down. I just, I just, I was, I was breaking down like crazy. It was, yeah. And, and that's why I am proud of myself for kind of owning up to that appeal of, yeah, man, if confidence is what it takes and ego attitude is what it takes to kind of like, allow myself to be proud of myself and maintain a positive mental attitude that I'm going to do it because it took me a very fucking long time to get to the position of looking in the mirror despite and being happy when I've been called a narcissist before, you know, and it's like all these things that it's like, that's some, that's some heavy damage to, to the soul, but only if I let it. And when I did let it, it took me to a fucking, shit, it took me to places that I don't want to go back to. Like, I don't want to go back to mentally, physically at all. And, and, um, 
yeah, it's, but it took, it, it, am I regretful? Absolutely not. Because it took those experiences to bring me into the state that I am now. And, and, and I took myself there and, you know, I, where I think, what is a Snoop Dogg? He thanked himself in his speech, you know, and like, I, I will thank myself because I, I am solely the one responsible to bring me to the state that I am now. And I've always felt that way when I was younger, I even chimed in certain sarcastic things. Like I came here alone. I'm leaving alone. Like I, I kept that little thing rocking in my head. And ironically now it has, I have a better twist on it. You know, I have a better twist on it. You find how to cultivate it, right? Like the, the, originally the ego just kind of starts as just me, 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 but that's the selfishness. That's the greed. Those are like the the seven, seven deadly sins. Correct. Yeah. The goal is to, cultivate cultivate it so that it's healthy um internally and externally because you have to like you know you can you can live in a wood in the, in the, in the woods in a cabin by yourself and you can be whoever the fuck you want right mm-hmm. there's nothing there's no one else to, to push it push back against your ideas and your thoughts mm-hmm. but if you want to live in society and you need a healthy dose of cultivating your ego so you can exist right that's that's the language we've been talking about that's um I'm, you know, I like going how you the said vibrations. that cultivating the ego. I really like that. You gotta you gotta you gotta sculpt it like uh you know Michelangelo. You gotta like, mm-hmm. get the hammer chisel mm-hmm. to perfection, right? <laughs> the water please the clay, you know, the exactly. gorilla glue. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, treat 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 your 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 mind, your body, your spirit like a, a work of art. Like mm-hmm. it's not you know, art like like when you consider great art. Going back to like drive and time invested, you know that someone put their all into it, right? You know that, you know it, you see it, you feel it. Like um, one of Basquiat's paintings just sold for like I think six hundred and twenty. Either I don't want to get the num- the number wrong, but um, one of Basquiat's pa- paintings just uh, sold for come on, come on, come on, come on. Forty-seven point one million, which is like the highest piece of art from the Western world sold, sold to um, in, in Asia. You know he put his heart and soul into it, right? He's not eating off of that in any capacity, but it still it shifts culture. That the act alone shifts culture. So especially because he was a young artist, right? He right. Figure out where what he's all about and where he got his art from. Definitely, definitely, right. it shifts. It, keep, it shifts something for sure. <laughs> yeah, it it keeps his name, his legacy alive, and you know, I think I feel like I'm I'm going off a bit with how I started, but for us, you know, it's whatever you can create, whatever you can put out there, whatever you can use to, you know, when you're creating content, you I say for myself, I'm I'm learning from it too. Like I'm not just putting it out there again because I I don't know shit. I'm, I don't know best. The language is always shaped in like, all right, this is what I think. But, you know, you do it. You, at the end of the day, you're going to do what works for you. You know, just be fair to yourself. Be fair to other people. And that's that's kind of the balance we we all really need. Um, but it takes time. You know, great art. And if you want to you want to be a piece of art, you want to like say you want to look in the mirror and be like, yo, you nigga. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you want to feel that way about yourself. Do the work. Put put in time to the to be the piece of art that you want to be for yourself. However, you define that art, right? Because art is relative. We all see it in different ways. We all look right. at different things. We all buy different things. 
There's something mm-hmm. for everybody, mm-hmm. but you have to put the time into yourself to become who you want so that, you know, you attract more of what you want. And you, mm-hmm. you, you know, again, you, uh, you get that balance between, I, I, when I keep, I've been talking about mind, body and spirit lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It goes the same kind of morale as far as where I channel my creativity towards some, um, towards the metaphysical accepting the metaphysical and using that also as a subject as a conversation to direct certain of my ideas. in. it's, it's nice because again, all I'm doing is honoring however I'd like to create. And right. if somebody happens to, you know, feel moved and inspired by that. Amazing. I feel even more high, like high about that for sure. You right. know, right. and it's one of those high key moments for damn, damn right. You know, it's a high key moment yeah. for me. If I can like make an impact in a way that I never saw coming. And, um, those are the best for me. And that's kind of where I I would wrap it up from my head and say that's where I honor mysticism because I didn't see like how I said before, one of my high key moments was over a thousand views on one of my posts, right? Where my other ones seem measly compared to that. And it's, but I, the, it's like, I didn't see it coming or the best moments. Cause then when oh. it's there, it's like, wow, that's, that's amazing. I got something. I, yeah. yeah, it, it, gives yeah. You, it gives you fuel to, fuel to keep pushing. Ego, ego doesn't even have a room in that moment, I think, really. Like, yeah, it can strike a chord to ego, depending on what you do with that, you know. But I think I think most of us who are genuinely looking for something and are getting genuine abundance behind it are, like, totally elated when it comes. And I feel that's true mastering, um, where I love the individual creator and the creative aspect of things compared to the capitalistic mind of view where, you know, somebody could like, well, right. Amazon, he's, he's creating too. Well, mm, not really, you know, that's more of a, like a different view of getting greed for me. That's more egotistical, right? That's where I see a little bit of a separation. Although the overall right. is doing whatever you want to do is important. Stay true to what it is that you want to create and to fight for. Like, yeah, I mm-hmm. like definitely. Yeah, man. You know, I'll I'll do, of course, be the devil's advocate for uh, Jeff Bezos. Just an aspect of, you know, he's he's trying to push humanity forward, right? I get he's, it. You know, I get it. You know, yeah, I get it. He's pushed it. It's yeah. pushed to the limit. Yeah. I get it. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> he, he, he com- I mean, you 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 have to really. I think you people should. Uh, no, I'll flip it. I think that. Because of Amazon, people are able to open up their own e-commerce shops, right? Like Amazon sets the tone. Mm. It's, it's just it's just a space, right? It's just a platform. At the end of the day, it's individuals behind it. But, you know, you... You could you know, kind you of have, create you, your own. Right. You have your products on Amazon. You have your products on your own website. You have your products on Shopify. You have your products on Walmart. Mm-hmm. So it, it does benefit you, right? It, it, again, it, so it pushes culture. And it opens up the door for people to do more. It's, it's either you you partake, you play in the game, or you don't, and that's that's yeah. your choice. Yeah. That's your choice at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I think this is a good time to wrap up. Um, any final thoughts? Absolutely. It was a pleasure, like always. A pleasure, yeah. <laughs> like always. No, no, man. I think this is this is good, but. Thank you for allowing me to help me identify what my high key moments are, you know, while having struggled with, with, uh, with accepting a lot of things about myself. And you're definitely one of those sources that helped me bring this point. And 
you know, that's kind of what it's all about for me, at least at this point in my journey. So it's always Definitely. good talking, always good talking. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. Um, like I say, you know, the, the episodes we did um, last year, a lot, which again, it's honoring yourself. Like that's just been a staple mm-hmm. of pushing forward, right? Like how simple is it? Honor mm-hmm. yourself, the action yeah. and then the, the subject. That's it, man. That's, that's what it should be. That's it. Um, you can find me on Galt's Conditioning on IG. And that's it for now. Yeah, for me. Nice. And you can find me at on IG as well, on my YouTube as well. So my IG is at underscore the number seven, TH goddess. And for YouTube, the same. And I provide some, you know, motivation as far as the spiritual senses, I guess, is concerned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, till next time. Peace. Bye. Till next time.